Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. Mic check, mic check. Welcome to On the Mic with Ray White, where we share life lessons, encourage self-reflection, and equip you to take action. My name is Ray White, and I am juiced that you're taking time to listen to this episode today. And this episode is the segment of Thinking Out Loud. We're going to be diving into the question, is there a black agenda? And what is that, really? Stay tuned and let's talk about it real quick. Me and my family were traveling through the library and, you know, every once in a while I'm perusing through the social sciences and the political space of the, of the library, the nonfiction section, because I rarely read fiction books. We'll get to that one day. But I'm all about the science, social sciences, the political sciences space. And I came across this book, The Black Agenda. Hmm. Would you look at that? A whole book that talks about this context. And so immediately, you know, you, you can, most folks will look at this title and judge it by the cover, right? The Black Agenda and based upon the, the under, your understanding of what the Black Agenda means. If you are somebody who subscribes to that and be like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, Black Agenda. We got we got certain things that we want to hit and we all agree on these things. But then if you're not a part of that culture, a part of the Black community, or even if you are, but don't subscribe to this kind of identity conversation, you'll be like, yo, I ain't reading that book. I'm turning that down. Why would I engage in this book, right? What I feel that Anna Gifty does in this book is yeah, she's an editor and she compiles a lot of the experts in, uh, in the Black community around the major overarching societal engagement, societal spaces that we all inhibit. She really brings in experts in these spaces to speak to what are the ways that they see these areas and these social constructs that we've created um, in our society and do I see it from a black lens right see it from the black experience and try to you know from a research lens and it's really like you know it's like essay driven and you can look at it as uh like small sociological papers that talk about how you know, we'll dive into some of the overarching elements here, like looking at it from a climate perspective and healthcare, wellness, education, technology, criminal justice, economy, public policy, and just pulling experts in these various fields and say, okay, hey, in the public policy space, how are black people experienced in this particular social construct or in education? How are black children or black women experienced in this space? Or even in like criminal justice, like how are queer black men or queer black women experiencing the criminal justice system and then trying to capture these are real stories and these are real statistics and real people who are impacted by these things. And what we want to do is to elevate that voice to those who are making public policy, to those who are shaping our culture, shaping our environment and be able to say, hey, consider these voices, too. Consider these people who are deeply impacted by this space and you know, honestly are marginalized because they're not considered when these laws or when these systemic issues are systemic policies are being created and continue to be overlooked. And by them being overlooked, it didn't be a detriment and a harm to those communities and to those people. And so honestly, the, the operative of black could be, uh, you could swap it out with any historically excluded community in our society. But the whole idea of what this book brings is eye-opening to consider how are black people impacted by these certain areas and what are we going to do about it, right? Like, and then even for me as somebody who is 
uh, I would identify as black, reading some of these areas and being like, oh, like there is an impact of climate to the lower socioeconomic black communities in our world and our nation. And what does it look like to pull voices who are experts in those spaces or deeply impacted to engage them on how they view the policies related to climate change and so on and so forth. Why, why, why do I bring this to y'all? I bring this to y'all to help uh, continue the conversation about what does it mean to be an advocate in this space. And a lot of it does tie to being able to expand our horizon and our lens and our perspective when we see situations occur around us that either impact our identity specifically or the identities of our neighbors or the identities of those that we do not have you know close proximity with but to not negate or not think that just because it's not happening to me it, it's not something we need to consider but consider how can we involve all voices into the room which is actually another book ah, you know this little book here that i wrote Advocacy in Action and Practical Actions for Allies of Social Justice, which you can cop, by the way, link in the show notes. There's a couple of as aspects in this particular book that could give you practical guidance on how to approach dialogue, conversations, places and spaces, industries that you're a part of and be able to understand how not only your identity is affected by some of the decisions that are being made by your leaders or the leadership that you bring be able to bring in the expert voices or bring in the people who are system impacted and help have their voices a part of the work so but like chapter one of the book talks about getting educated and how education is one of the first factors that we can do internally to help understand how our identities and our individuality and the institutions are creating harm or good for the people around us and if we were to, one of the tactics I talk about is dissecting the journey that we've experienced and the experience of others, uh, we can do a couple of things. One, explore and educate what does it look like for identities who are impacted by our leadership in a local sense. Uh, taking books like this from a larger context or news stories that we see in our social media feeds or reading about on LinkedIn or whatnot being able to understand what are some of the larger stories and narratives that are happening around us, but then educating ourselves and exploring what does that look like within the local context, right? How do the people around us uh, could potentially be engaged in this? And we may have relationships with those folks and we may not, right? So exploring and educating ourselves on the issues within our industries is key and important. The second thing we can do is to seek and center the voices that are associated with those who are historically excluded or not even a part of that conversation, right? We can move so fast in our leadership and the decisions that we make that we sometimes miss out on inviting the people and the voices who are deeply impacted by the work. And one of the things that I love to see done in some of the work that I've done with some of the clients is create spaces, whether facilitating conversations or even looking at some of the positions of power that we are creating and asking ourselves, how are we inviting those that we're looking to serve within this space? So if you're a nonprofit leader and you're, you're creating a board structure that is looking to serve a particular population, how are you creating a space on your board of directors that is a specific seat for those individuals that you're looking to impact? So you're not just having these quote unquote people who are high in socioeconomic status, who are wealthy, who have, who are an upper middle class, you know, for this example, 
but you don't have any voices or anybody who's closely in proximity uh, to the types of services that you're providing and the people who are who need that particular service they're not in positions of power to speak into what decisions are being made and how it's going to impact the global majority that you're looking to serve right uh and and that can happen from a power perspective that can also happen in just creating spaces for more that dialogue is happening and then you could funnel up that feedback but long as as you are seeking and you're centering those voices in, in, in the journey that you're creating to understand context that you are learning and educating uh through your exploration is important and then the last thing is just to challenge your own assumptions right challenge the assumptions when you look at books like this uh, like the black agenda oh that must not be for me right if you're not black or even if you are black and you think like oh what a black agenda that's generally my agenda that is what i appreciate in this book that's, that's not at all what it articulates it's trying to say there are a lot of things happening in our society. We live on this world too, right? What does it look like for multiple voices to be centered in the decisions that are being made and creating a space and creating more power for uh, identities who, who have been historically excluded and marginalized to have a seat at the table and to be spoken into? And so challenging the assumptions that we read and see in the news or in books that, that are on the bookshelves at the library but even challenging the assumptions of what we may know and the biases that we may have in the institutions, organizations that we're a part of, too, because those assumptions can then cause more harm or could cause unintentional detriment to the people that we're looking to serve. When if we were just take a step back and just ask, OK, hey, why is it that I think this way? Why is it that I feel uncomfortable with that target identity audience? Or identity showing up in the room or that particular story being heard or this particular word being used in a particular space what is it about that that is making me uncomfortable and how do i work to still be effective and still be intentional with people that i want to serve while having this assumption as a part of the narrative that i have about my journey so continue to explore and educate seek and center voices and challenge your assumptions are some of the ways that you can work on dissecting your journey and we can talk more about that within this book here i've seen action as you can get in the show notes i'm appreciative of this book i suggest that you pick it up uh, and pick up other books like this as well um, because it is a lot of short sociological studies within this about the various areas industries and social constructs that, of our communities that's important and continues to gear our minds to what other identities are impacted by these same systems that we're a part of and then again looking at this from a local lens or how do we then capture this language and capture these types of studies from a local lens to make our organization effective and be sure our people in our institution especially those mostly marginalized are seen heard and valued within our institution which again pick up the book because that talks about it quite a bit right here but what one of the last things i want to state is uh some intentional ways that at least i am looking to engage in this type of work one organization i'm a part of is called the be black foundation where we are looking to elevate the next generation of black leaders within our community and help really shape the narrative of what it means to help advance black businesses black initiatives within 
our city, the city of Salem particularly. And in 2024, we're really excited because there's going to be a lot of discussion of really gathering these pockets of individuals who are part of these industries and who identify as black and have the conversation of what do you need to be successful? How do we support you? What does it look like for us to elevate the work that you are doing? Or what? how can we push the narrative in a way that can ensure that you feel like you belong and you feel like you're valued or the people that you're serving has what they need to be successful as well. And, you know, honestly, it can look like a black agenda, right? Like the Salem black agenda, you know, creating spaces where conversations like that can happen. If you are Salem and if you identify as black and interested in those types of discussions, the conversations happening this year, well, I'll put that link in the show notes as well as the type of conversations we'd like to have. And I probably will come back on the podcast and share even more what that ongoing discussion so what that looks like and uh be a part of that kind of conversation as well because we want to elevate we want to create more spaces where people feel like they belong and thrive especially uh if you you know uh, the identities that i check off as uh black male in salem right like uh looking at the black salem experience and if we're here how do we uh, continue to provide it for the best for us and for the next generation and when we create spaces where we thrive we also you know by byproduct create a opportunity for other identities to feel like they belong in track too uh, i would love to hear from you what are some of the thoughts that you have about this episode how do you feel uh about the the black agenda if you read it i would love to hear your perspective too and even for this segment as well, like looking to do more of these types of segments where we break down or at least do some reflective studies on the books that we are reading and how that impacts the way that we lead and what you could do about it and how can you get engaged and get involved too. So let me know what you think. Drop your thoughts in the comments or DM me or follow me at Ray Devante on all social media platforms. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode too. Continue to share your story with others. I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.